Well, hello everyone and welcome to Innovation Faith Church. I am Sister Tamika Mahomes, the First Lady here at Innovation Faith Church, and I want to wish all of the mothers who are listening today a very special Happy Mother's Day. It is such an honor and a privilege to stand before you as we prepare to study God's Word together. So I'm going to go ahead and get started with today's message entitled, Lead by Example. I'm going to have you turn with me in the scriptures to 2 Timothy chapter 1, beginning at verse 5. And Paul is speaking to Timothy and he says, When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also. I want to ask that you also go with me over to 2 Timothy chapter 3, beginning with verse 14, where the Bible continues and says, But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. In October of 2019, around 10.30 p.m., I remember the doctor coming into my delivery room and telling me, Mrs. Mahomes, it's time for you to push. And despite all of the pain that I was feeling mixed with my emotions and my excitement that I felt, it was in that very moment that reality began to set in. It was in that very moment that I realized that the responsibility that up until this point that I had carried for myself and myself alone was about to change. It was in that moment that I understood that the actions, the decisions, and the things that I was going to do moving forward was no longer just about me. But it was about the generation who was coming after me. It was about this baby girl that I was about to give birth to. Not knowing the hard days that would come Not knowing how much or how little sleep I would get. Not knowing what was to come next. One thing that I knew in this moment was that I would have a chance to now lead by example. And when we look at today's passage, we see the fruit of pouring into your children. We see the fruit of obedience unto God. We see the fruit of what leading by example not only is, but what it does. In today's passage, we see Paul reminding Timothy that it was the influence of his mother and his grandmother that gave him now the opportunity to influence others. 
You see, to all my mothers out there, it's easy to feel like your work is in vain. It's easy to feel like you pour so much into your children, but you do not see the fruit of that labor. But I am here to remind you today that your laboring is not in vain. I'm reminded of the scripture in Proverbs 22 and 6 that says, Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. You see, we have a responsibility as mothers to, to raise up our children and to train them in the ways of the Lord. We have an opportunity as parents to either train our children in righteousness or to train our children in worldliness. We have the opportunity to show our children life or to show our children death. So today I want to ask all of my mothers out there this question. What example are you leading by? The beautiful thing that I want to tell you is that when we're leading by example is that our influence is not limited to only when things are going right, but rather we have a chance to influence our children even in our hardest moments. When we study the Bible, we see women who even in their hardest seasons and even in their downfalls, they taught an important lesson. It was through Mary who, although troubled by the message of her new reality, showed us the importance of trusting and surrendering unto God. It was through Sarah, the same Sarah that tried to rush ahead of God, that we see the beauty of God's faithfulness and the importance of waiting on the Lord. Or even through our good old pal Eve, we see the importance of listening to and abiding in the Lord's way and not our own. We have to stop labeling ourselves based on our mistakes and our downfalls. Our shortcomings are not failures, but rather they are an opportunity for us to teach our children that we do not have to have it all together, but we lean on and trust in the one who does. We do not have to be superwoman all the time but rather we can lean on a super God who is over all. We can lean on the one who sees all, who knows all, and who understands all. And I am here to encourage you today that your weaknesses do not define who you are in Christ. The very words of Jesus in 2 Corinthians say it plainly that his strength is made perfect in our weakness. I am here to tell you and to remind you today that the Bible itself says that we do not have to have it all together. Stop trying to show your kids that you in and of yourself are strong and start showing your kids who your strength comes from and whom you trust in. When we go back to today's passage in 2 Timothy, Paul's expression of Timothy's mother and his grandmother, it was not about what they did. It was not about what they provided. It wasn't about giving the most gifts. 
it was not about providing him with the best life, but rather it was about their faith. The unfeigned, which means genuine or sincere faith that they shared, showed, and taught Timothy. That was what mattered. And the thing that we have to understand is that our influence against our children, it is important. And we constantly have many influences coming into and speaking to our children. And that's the same thing that Timothy had here in the passage. When you read in the Bible, in the book of Acts, you see that Timothy's own father was pagan. And while our children have constant people speaking to them, constant people pouring into them, constant people trying to show them their way. We as parents have a responsibility to pour into our children the message of Christ. Don't allow your children to be filled constantly with negativity, toxicity, and secular things, but rather pour into them the word. Pour into them the word of God. Show them how to pray. Teach them how to study their word. Teach them how to lean on God and not on people in tough times. We have to teach our children Christ because our influence is not in vain. It matters. Speaking to your children, life matters. Showing your children Christ matters. Loving your children, it matters. But here's the most important thing that I have to tell you. Is that in order for you to teach your children Christ, you have to first know who he is. Because catch this. Your personal relationship with God is crucial in having an effective and influential life in front of your children. I'm going to say that one more time. Your personal relationship with God is crucial in having an effective and influential life in front of your children. We have to stop making our time with God a non-priority in our lives. Because it's not just important for us, but it's important for our influence. You have children coming behind you that need to know who God is, and we are called to show them that. We have a call to lead others to Christ. We as parents have a call to lead our children in the ways of the Lord. But how can we do that if we don't know him? You have to know who God is in order to show who God is. When you look at the last two verses in 2 Timothy chapter 3, the Bible says this. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. It says that the Bible is profitable for doctrine telling us what is true about God 
about man and about life. It tells us that the Bible teaches us reproof, which is telling us where we are wrong. It tells us that the Bible teaches us correction, how to fix our wrongs so that we can walk in righteousness, a life of right standing with God. Mom, you have a call to know this word, live this word, and teach this word. We can't teach our children how to walk in righteousness if we don't even know who and what righteousness is found in. And today I invite you to know who that is, to know who righteousness is found found in. It does not matter if you've known God all your life. You can rededicate your life back to him. It's okay if you're here today and you're just hearing this message for the first time and you don't know who God is. There's no shame in where you are now, but we have an opportunity to be better, to grow, to know, and to share who Christ is. The Bible says, for all have fallen short of the glory of God. And today, I want to remind you that although you aren't perfect, you are purposed. That although you don't have it all together, God is still right there with you, walking this season with you. Today, if you're listening to this message and you do not know who Christ is, you do not know what fellowship with Christ looks like, today I want to invite you into that fellowship. I'm going to ask if you would like to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior that you pray this prayer with me today. Dear Heavenly Father God, I am a sinner and I know that I need a Savior. God, the Bible says that all have fallen short of the glory of God. And God, I come to you recognizing that I, Lord, am a sinner and I need a Savior. God, right now I trust and believe that you sent your Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for my sins. God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I need a Savior. God, I ask right now that you come into my heart, come into my life, and today I accept you, your message, and your love into my life. I count it all done, God, and I am saved. In Jesus' name I pray, thank you, Lord God. Amen and amen. If you prayed that prayer today, I would like to invite you personally to connect with us on our website at innovationfaith.com. We would love to hear from you. We would love to connect with you. And we would love to celebrate this decision that you have made in accepting Jesus Christ. You are not alone. And we are ready to talk to you. But before we leave today, I want to encourage my mom to keep going. 
I want to encourage my mother that you got this, that you are doing a good job. Keep pressing through the hard days. Keep pressing through the good days. And know that you are never alone. Today, I want to pray a special prayer for you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice, God. Today, I want to lift up our mothers before you, Lord God. God, for us moms, God, some days can be tough. Some days can be hard. Some days we may not understand what is going to happen, God, or how it's going to go, God. But even in our toughest moments, God, even in our hardest seasons, God, God, we want to lean into you, God. We want to lean into your understanding. We want to lean into who you are and into what you've done, Lord God. When our heart is overwhelmed, God, as the Bible says, lead us to the walk that is higher than us, God. God, we ask right now that you comfort us on our hard days, that you walk with us through our tough seasons, Lord God, and that each and every day, God, that we get to wake up and to love on our children, God, I pray that we will show them who you are. Let us walk in love. Let us walk in patience. Let us walk in kindness. Let us walk in long-suffering. Let us walk in the path that you have destined for us. I pray that you will cover every prospective mom here on this here service, Lord God. Touch them where they're at. You know their needs. You know their desires, God. And we ask that you let your will be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Lord God. Amen and amen. Well, again, I want to thank you for joining me for today's special Mother's Day message. We will be here at the same time next week. We'll see you then. God bless.